Hi guys, uh, the episode that you're just about to listen to is generously sponsored by our affiliates, Board Game Crate. Board Game Crate uh, provide a monthly subscription service where they get fresh new games delivered straight to your door. Just head over to www.boardgamecrate.co.uk and furthermore, if you use our discount code UnluckyFrogIsAwesome, all lowercase, all one word, you'll get a cheeky little discount. It's easy to remember because it's true. Hello and uh, welcome to the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. You are joined by your usual hosts here, Josh Hartley and Charlotte Porter this time. Mm-hmm. How are we doing, Charlotte? I'm all right. How's things? Yes, I'm grand. I'm grand. No, no Ben this no week. No Ben. He is busy painting... Angry Naked Dwarfs. Angry Naked Dwarfs. We always have to call Fire Slayers Angry yes. Naked. It, it emphasised the lack of clothing and the... Yes edition of rage i don't know <laughs> but, yeah. um ben ben is off to a tournament tomorrow yes. Uh, yes. hence why he's getting things finished up yes. for that so you've you've got our dulcet tones uh this week so yep. what, what are we gonna have a chat about this week then well we've got some news announcements mm-hmm. but i think our main topic is going to be the results of the golden geek of course yes the golden geek being the uh public awards yes. that boardgamegeek.com uh will cover off uh yeah. the winners and runners up in each category in yeah. a moment and uh, our little take on them yeah, our thoughts um on. but yeah let's have a look at what's yeah. been going on in board game news so uh, just a first first little thing, a couple of games that we have talked about previously on the uh, podcast are actually out for sale now. That's right. Yeah, yes. so uh, Asmodee have both uh, put out Summoner's Isle, yep. uh, which uh, will... will Peculiar, I can't see it. Yeah, I, a peculiarity. Yes. Peculiarity games. Yes. There, yes. We there we are. Um, so we, we, we chatted about uh, Summoner's Isle a while ago. Yeah, yeah we well, we uh, and we, we got a chance to play a yes. prototype copy yeah. as well. And that's very exciting. Yes. But the one I'm really looking forward to picking up is uh, one of our very, very, very early episodes uh, back in 2017. We got to play Magnificent Flying Machines yes. by Richard Denning and Medusa Games. And that has come out for release. Yeah. Uh, and I really want to pick it up. My dad really wants to play yeah. it. He thought it sounded really yeah. fun. It came actually quite away from when we originally played it. It, was... it, it looked really good, yes. but you could tell it was a prototype, prototype copy. Yeah. But by the time we actually saw the finished copy, which I'm sure was uh, was UK Games Expo yeah. or somewhere, I can't remember it. Might even have been the next Glasgow Games, Games uh, yeah. Um, it just looked really nice. The artwork had been the artwork's on point. It does look yeah. very sort of ninety, you know, nineteen hundred sort of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so looking forward to getting bricks chucked at my plane again. once again. <laughs> once. So uh, yes, we'll uh, so, grab yeah. those. So uh, congratulations to Peculiarity. <laughs> yeah. And Medusa Games. Well done. There we go. Uh. A little bit on the Kickstarter front, uh, yes. in, but uh, District 9, uh, the Kickstarter's yeah. been cancelled. Yeah, we spoke about this last week, quite excited about it. Um, Wita Veta, Wita, I'm not sure how you mm-hmm. say it, 
Um, obviously are known for doing uh, visual effects in films. Yeah. And they've been moving into board games and the such. Um, we thought District 9 was an interesting choice. An obscure choice, perhaps? Maybe? More than interesting? Did they have... Did Were they involved in the visual effects for District 9, though? I've got a, Yeah, I've got yes. a feeling that is the case, yeah. Um, but we did feel that it would be worth looking at. And, yeah. Um, so the Kickstarter went live... And they've since cancelled it. Um, they did, however, as mm-hmm. far as I'm aware, because um, Ben was one of the uh, backers, they sent out a survey, I think, before they yeah. closed it to try and get feedback from people. Okay. And I think the general feeling was there was just too much going on at that yeah. time. Um, because there are, as we've said before, it's, it just seems to be saturated with the uh, Kickstarters board games at the moment. Aye. So, um, so we're we're curious to see what they're going to do, what they're going to come back with, if they need to do more, put more energy into advertising it, put more energy into promoting it, or just what they're going to do. Because yeah. Because they're quite a big. They're already quite a well-established company. So. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't. I, I'm disappointed it's not going ahead because yeah. it's. Um, I'm a sucker for sci-fi, but yeah. it's different sci-fi yes. as well. Yeah. I really liked the film District 9, and it would have been interesting to see how the game would have worked mechanically. Yeah. And um, So we'll, we'll watch this space. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. hopefully they come back to yeah. it, yeah. Uh, and uh, we'll uh, take it from there. Uh, other news-wise, uh, War of the Spark, the new yes. Magic the Gathering set, has... Uh, launched its spoiler season mm-hmm. uh this set is notable this is the final set uh, sorry the final of the three sets uh that are set on ravnica oh yes um that have been coming recently unique thing about this one is every single pack is going to include uh planeswalker okay. planeswalkers being the uh characters that really yeah. drive the story of magic the gathering uh they did a trailer for it the trailer looks fan bloody tastic. Yeah. It's yeah, they've knocked it out of the park, and uh, the spoilers look great so yeah. far. I don't know. Planeswalker cards are typically very powerful. Okay, they're like the poster uh, poster child for the whole game. Yeah, yeah. So they're usually pushed uh, yeah. to be very strong. I I don't know how it's going to work when you've got thirty six of them yeah. in that one set. And you get one in every pack. Yeah. Um, we'll see that. Uh, yeah. I mean, in terms of design-wise, lately, Wizards of the Coast have been very on point. Yeah. So I've got faith that it'll be good. But, um, yeah, I'll yeah. Uh, I'll pop along to the pre-release, no doubt. Yeah. So. Well, I don't know much about Magic, but I know that the, um, the Ravnica series has been re- very well received. It's probably the... Um, it's probably the setting that people are the most fond of yeah. in Magic the Gathering. It's uh, it's been around for a while mm. now. I think the first the first card set there were back in two thousand five, yeah. so um, it, it's pretty iconic. Yeah. Uh, and so, recently you've had the crossover with Dungeons and Dragons, haven't you? I know, yeah, I know. Which we, I'm, we're yet to try out. Yeah, I'd yeah. love to have a go. That I'd love to play like a plucky little goblin yeah. in Ravnica. But um, again, yeah, could give yeah. that a bash after our current RPG project. Yes. So yes. keep that Let's under wraps. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
And uh, just in other news, um, there's been a bit of an April Fool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Riverhorse Studios launched a game on uh, Kickstarter called Crowdfunder. Um, so ba- basically what Crowdfunder, is, or from what I've gleaned from my like five-second look at the page, <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's, it's a board game about uh, running a Kickstarter campaign. Oh, which uh, I don't know might be uh, might be fun might be a little too close to home yes. for some some of our friends yeah. in the uh, design, design community. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if um, yeah I I mean they, they make board games about war though so yeah, and war's true. not fun nope. so uh, I, I don't know on the scale of misery where running a Kickstarter campaign falls compared to war. But, but it did get its funding. It did. It did meet Dead its funding target. What was that target? A hundred pound. There we go. Well, well done. Well done, crowd crowdfunder. But uh, it just made me think. I, I, uh, we, did you fall victim to any April Fools this year? No, but I did have a look to see, and I knew that they were. You know, I've learned my lesson. That always look at the date. Always look at you know what it's about. Um, and I'm not actually aware of any big ones that happened. Uh, even in the board game industry, was it? Any no, I, 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 th- I think crowdfunder is the only board game yeah. related one. I did see McDonald's had an advert for milkshake flavored dipping sauces yeah. for your chips. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> the one um, that I did like was, um, it might be totally irrelevant to people, but um, for those that don't know, Dippy the Diplodocus is currently in Kelvin Grove Museum. Oh yes, or of course. Diplodocus, depending on. Diplodocus. Which, yes. Who's di- who uh, says Diplodocus? <laughs> I had a I had a discussion with somebody that was like, it's not Diplodocus, it's Diplodocus, and I was like, whatever, whatever. But <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, right. no, I, we need to talk about this. Mo- <laughs> not only is this person wrong, right, when the rest of the world says Dip, I've never met a person who says yeah. Diplodocus. Yeah. So, so what do you say? We'd like to know. Most importantly, Diplodocus. Say... It's Diplodocus. <laughs> Diplodocus. Diplodocus sounds like some uh, like you Roman said, that, general. Yeah, that, I was going to say it sounds like one of the Roman generals from Asterix. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, so. So, so um, the other thing that Glasgow is famous for is the statue of Wellington, who is uh, always always wearing a traffic cone on yes, his head um so somebody put a traffic cone on top of dippy's head good move strong move glasgow strong move love it people make glasgow indeed uh, but it's quite endearing because it did feel as if you know that's it he's finally been recognized as a glasgow institution and that's <laughs> how long is he staying in the kelvin grove for he's only there for another couple of months there's a t-rex coming shortly oh wow i really want to see right. that yeah yeah i went to see dippy I was a bit disappointed. Disappointed in Dippy? Why? Not so much because I thought he would be bigger. Uh, <laughs> I thought he would be bigger. He is he's big. Massive, but I, I assumed he would be bigger. He's he's breathtaking. Don't get me wrong. He's breathtaking when you walk in. Mm. But I was just like, his head is tiny. He has an absolutely tiny head. What? <laughs> oh, I don't understand. What's happening? So, yeah. It's. Uh, I, I've seen him in uh, the Natural History yeah. Museum down in London. Uh, and actually, yeah, I got the same thing uh, that you did. Uh, like I, I imagined it 
even though he's massive, I imagined yeah, yeah. him being bigger. But I yeah. think I'm thinking of, is it a Brachiosaurus? Or... Oh, yeah, because I imagined like, like standing beside his, his leg and it being like a tea, tree trunk. Yeah, but those right. Are, yeah, it's I, think, I think that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I, I'm no dinosaur expert, no. so... Uh, so yeah, but no, the uh, the traffic cones are nice yes, to touch. Yes. I like that. I like that. I did fall victim oh, no. to a prank. I fall victim to an April Fool prank every year, though. <laughs> Is it aimed at you? Yeah, I mean, um, I I don't know. Maybe I'm a little trusting oh, okay. in, in people. <laughs> it was a simple one. It wasn't elaborate. Yeah. It's basically one of my colleagues at work, Laura. Uh, sent me a little message just saying, I've handed my notice in, I'm leaving in four weeks. So I come over to her and just say, I can't believe you're going, but congratulations. Give her a, a congratulatory Aww. hug. And uh, as, as as I'm hugging her, she just goes, it's an April Fool. So I just push her away and tell <laughs> her to off. <laughs> right. oh, so. I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel that personal attacks like that aren't, in the spirit of April Fools, <laughs> you have to sort of fool everyone. I think right, that's okay. what, it, what it is. Okay. So, so yeah, let us know your April Fools as well. <laughs> uh, but um, let's move on then to... Well, before we oh. move on to the Golden Geeks, mm-hmm. and we have a competition running at the moment. Of course, yes. Our very own game of the year. Yeah, so we crowned Koi our yes. favourite game of 2018. Also best artwork too. Yes, it is gorgeous. Beautiful. Um, so, you also, uh, lovely listener, have the opportunity of winning. Yep. Uh, just uh, click the link below, and uh, we are going to be drawing the winner on the 1st of May. 1st of May. Yeah. Yep. Um, we'll, we'll get it to you wherever you are in the world with, yep. within reason. Yes. I, I don't know if there's a courier service that gets it to Antarctica. We will find it. We will get it to you. Yeah. We'll deliver it by a carrier pigeon if we I have will, to. Uh, I, will, I will go there myself <laughs> and hand <laughs> deliver <laughs> Koi to yeah. you. So so on that, our review of Koi is up on our YouTube channel as well. So please mm-hmm. um, watch that. Let us know what you think. Do you agree with what we said? Have you had the chance to play it? And also enter the competition. There are now eight ways for you to enter. Yes, all so eight. Everything. I don't even want to try to say all that. the all the social medias basically. All the social medias. Yep. So get them all in. More more entries you've got, the more chance you've got of winning. There we go. So, but you'll also get a copy of Koi and some coveted unlucky frog gaming merchandise yes the so. the the dice uh i can confirm are extra cheaty extra cheaty yes they yes. they show up sixes yeah a high percentage yeah. of the time so we'll put the link on the page but if you're you're not able to get to it it is www.unluckyfrog.com forward slash competitions there we go it's easy to remember no, that no, slogan doesn't slogan. work. That <laughs> uh, doesn't work. Uh, so, uh, that was our game of the year. Yes. But what did uh, the fine voters over... And it is a public vote for yes. the Golden Geek. Yes. Uh, no, to, so this isn't like a lot of the industry awards, which uh, they have a panel of judges. Yes. Um, so this is purely uh, voters going to the Board Game Geek website. So we've got the Board Game of the Year. Yes, so we'll start with the runners-up. Yes, for those that don't know. Uh, so, build a bit of tension. So, uh, we've 
we've got two runners up. They mm-hmm. don't say whether they're first or second. You've just got two. You runners just up. see, you're just a runner up. Um, so the first runner up was Architects of West, mm-hmm. the West Kingdom. Now I've not played that. I do like the artwork for it though. Yeah, it's I've I've, I've nice. seen it in passing. I, I have to admit, I'm not, I, I don't have a particular burning desire to actually yeah. play the game, but uh, I, I've, I've been told it's pretty good. So I'll I'll give it a go yeah. at some point. But I'm not I'm not rushing out to yeah. try it. The next one on the list is one that I have wanted to play. I've not had a chance to play mm. yet, which is Brass Birmingham. Yeah. So, uh, what what's what's the deal with this game? I really just love the sort of um, so it's set as far as I'm aware, sort of Victorian industrial, industrial area, area, yeah. And it's about sort of mining and industry ah. in the local areas. But I just really love the the theme. I mm-hmm. love that sort of Victorian gritty yeah industry it's really up my street right yeah so and the winner the winner i wasn't surprised with this i've not had a chance to play it you have i have um the winner was root root uh is uh, i've I, i've only played one game of it but i really enjoyed it yeah. uh i i'm really impressed with the fact that it is completely asymmetrical. Yeah. Like, each faction plays utterly different. Um, yeah, at the same time, it kind of... Fe- it feels balanced in that I feel like you could win with any faction, yeah. right? Yeah, Um One of the guys uh, that I was playing this with, Sam... Hello, Sam, if you're listening. Hello. Um, he's not so keen on it. He, he feels that it suffers a bit from... Um, I think you call it runaway winner. Yeah. Um, it feels like if you get if you're on the back foot early on in the game, it's difficult to catch up. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. I've I've only played the one game, so I don't know if it, if it does suffer from that. But I uh, overall a very good game. I thought. Um, and the art style is amazing in yeah. fact shall we shall we move on to yeah. the artwork and presentation so award we're not going to go through all the categories we'll just go through some yeah. of them but the next one artwork and presentation so the runner-up again brass birmingham yep yep again now the second runner-up i felt possibly should have been the winner now maybe because i haven't played route maybe i can't say for certain mm. you know maybe it's one of those immersive experiences but everdell by Starling Games. Everdell was beautiful. Absolutely stunning game. Mm-hmm. Um, it, just, it just looks so pretty. It looks so pretty. Yes. But the winner, again, was Root. It's Root. Uh, Root, I mean, Root does... Uh, it, it's not just the artwork, the, yeah. the components as well, like the little... I was playing the Marquis de Chat. Mm. I should try and put on a French accent, accent but yeah. fail. Um, <laughs> but um, you, you've got all your little, t- your little wooden cat tokens, and they all, f- it, they, they feel very. Um, I'm trying to find a really nice, articulate way of saying they just feel nice, nice. right? Uh, and everything just feels nice. Uh, it almost, it's almost like they were completely handcrafted. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I get why. Yeah. Won that category. Obviously, we gave it to Koi yes. as well. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Root. I'm not surprised in the slightest yeah. uh, that it won. I really like the color mm-hmm. scheme of Root because it's all quite muted, sort of 
almost 70s browns, isn't it? And oranges and blues. Do you know it's what? That's it. I'm, I'm, I was trying to pin on yeah. what route reminded me of. It reminds me of a set, like a, a kid's cartoon from the 70s. 70s yeah. Like something like either the engine. Yeah. 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 I really I, like that sort of style. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it, it, yeah. It, it would would we it, well evidently we didn't give it nope. to root. Um, do I think it's a bad winner? No, absolutely not. Yeah. It's uh, it's fantastic. And if Everdell had won that, yeah. I'd have been saying the same. Uh, equally with brass, yeah. to be fair. And I suppose as well, like we've mentioned, the awards are based on what people put forward. Yeah, the the more popular, the yeah. more widely played a game is, obviously, yeah. the more likely yeah. it's going to win. Uh, and so, because uh, what we're finding is actually so many people have never heard of Koi. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. we like Koi before it was cool. cool. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, push my hipster glasses <laughs> up my nose. Push. So, uh, let's go on to the next one. Right. Card game. Okay. okay. This one's so, a... Well, I, I, I... Just read through the entries. Yeah. So, runner-up, Thunderstone Quest... Got to be honest, never even yep, heard of it, let, let, let alone played. Yeah. Uh, Keyforge? Yeah, Keyforge uh, was very polished. Um, I was impressed with it, but it didn't quite grab me. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I talk at more length in a previous episode, yeah. but th- 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 just something wasn't quite yeah. there. And so the winner, no, the winner. This is one that we had a quick discussion about before we came on because... We've maybe been quite negative towards it, based well, on. I, d- I don't think we have. I think <laughs> I think uh, one of our guests yes. <laughs> has. Uh, it, the the winner was the mind. The mind. Now, for anyone that doesn't know, um, at Tabletop Scotland uh, last year we did um, D one hundred plus room, one. Yeah, room room D one hundred plus one, which was the entirely original. Um, yeah, definitely not based show, on not any based on sort of TV show. Where uh, people in the industry could bring an item or a theme that mm-hmm. they didn't like and we could... Yeah, we, we would... Uh, ben and I would deliberate over its inclusion. Yes. So, uh, in the, the category of just game... Yes. Uh, Duncan put forward the mind. Yes. Uh, Duncan uh, really does not like this. No, well, he doesn't. he doesn't even qualify it as, as a game. game. Yeah. Uh, I have never played it. Yeah, I. But I, I was saying right. This, you get, you get some films right that everyone agrees is good and or great or whatever, right? And then you get some films that really splits opinion. Yeah. And I think in some ways those films are a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Uh, so maybe the mind falls into that category. I don't know. I will have to. We should. We should force Duncan to play, to play it. With us. Yeah. We'll, we'll never see him again we, if he knows this. <laughs> we did have a copy for a while. Where because, did that end up? So, so basically, the winner of what was it? The was it the winner of the pub quiz? Yeah, it it was included in the loot for the pub quiz prize, but was, the winner didn't want it. it. Yeah. So uh, it ended so. up coming back to us, and then we decided. Or was it? We then gave it to Kenny at the Dice Roll Cafe. Yes, Kenny with, with then... a mission to <laughs> hand it over to yeah. get it, get it to get, get it Duncan, to Duncan without Duncan right. knowing. 
because and it was great because we had all these strange text messages from Kenny being like mm. the eagle has landed and it was always <laughs> you know but he couldn't get near the bag he just yeah. couldn't you know get into it it was a bit like Mission Impossible yes um, and I don't know whatever happened to it I don't know if it's in the uh, dice roll cafe collection I think I think Kenny did mention that they didn't have a copy so yeah, <laughs> maybe so maybe um, we'll find it but I do want to try it because actually it did get nominated for quite a few other things yeah. as well so maybe it is worth looking at and seeing indeed let's see what next we yeah what, can, what what topic do we want to talk about next family game will we do family game yes so yes. uh another in fact just just yep. said uh the mind was a runner-up in this one uh what was the other runner-up welcome to which is something i've never never heard, heard of, of. Um, um, I'm curious as to what it is, though. Just... I just, I'm just thinking, welcome to the jungle. So, yeah. is this is this a board game designed by Axel Rose? Oh no, I have seen this one. Okay. Um, it's about trying to build a new town in 1950s America. Okay. Yeah, okay. I've seen the artwork because the artwork's very. Yeah. It's very of the period, right? Yeah. Yeah. I have seen that. Uh, I have no idea how that game plays, nope. uh, so um, yeah, good job us. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> but the winner, Quacks of Quidlingburg. So we, we've uh, recently acquired our copy, yes. thanks courtesy board game of Crate. Board Game Crate. Yeah. Um, so we've been playing a bit of that. I'm I'm really impressed with this yeah. game. Uh, it. I love it. It it just feels really different. Uh, yeah. that, so w- what you're doing is you are a quack. Uh, brewing up potions, yes. right? So you've got your bag full of your ingredients, right? And it, there's a push your luck element to it because you know the more ingredients you can chuck in, the better your potion. But if you chuck in too many of the cherry bombs, is yeah. it? You blow up. Yeah. So you're trying to keep you. You know, you keep going until you think, oh, oh yeah. do I do I try? No, nope, no. Nope. Nope. So. I I really enjoyed it. You you and Ben have played it a bit yeah, more than me though. I really enjoy it. Um, I just really enjoy the fact that there's a whole like sort of scoring bit mm-hmm. in it at the end of each each round. Yeah, which does seem a bit sometimes it's like right, what are we what are we doing now? Um, one of the things that does get me is the person that's in the lead or the person that scored highest rather in that round gets to roll the bonus dice. Yeah. So again, I'm not sure if that's a win win mechanic. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, but the thing I do like is that even if you explode, you still get some of the scoring things. Yeah, you're not you're not completely out of the yeah, game. Yeah, which is good. But the other thing that I really liked um was the rat tail mechanism. Yeah. So for anyone that doesn't know the way it works is on the scoring board you'll have like this like we we numbers and occasionally there'll be wee rats mm-hmm. and their tails will go across some of the numbers. And what happens... Now, actually, I don't know how it works in a larger game. I've only ever played it in a two-player game. Right. So you would take the difference between the highest scoring player and the lowest scoring player, or mm-hmm. in this case, you know, if it's, if it's me and Ben, normally Ben's yeah. in the head and I'm at the back, and count how many rat tails come in between. Ah. And then that gives you your bonus. So, mm-hmm. for instance, if there was three rat tails between us, then I would start three up. I don't know how it works for if there's more than two players. I think it's just... It, it, it it, no, it, it's just you, you measure from yourself to the leader. To the leader. So right. if you're if you're behind, you see how it's many rat tails right, are right. Uh, uh, in between you and the front of the pack. Yeah. Uh, it's... Um, 
I, I, I really like it. Really yeah. good game. Do you think it's a family game? I, well, this is the thing. We even discussed, because it won the Kennerspiel de Yaris, and we thought, mm. well, it's, I don't feel it's that... Because I was like, well, what is Kennerspiel? I asked Ben, and he was like, well, it's the, consu- um, the connoisseurs. connoisseurs game. And I thought, well, I, I don't think it's that high level. Yeah. But then I don't know if it's a family game. I, I Yeah, I... I I don't know. I'm not saying it's like ridiculously complex, no, no. but I just I think it's maybe when when I think of family games, I'm thinking of Ice Cool and yeah. Rhino Super, like su- Superhero and all of yeah. that. So I I don't know if the the game is simple enough yeah. to you know be inclusive for yeah. like young children as well. I suppose in terms of theme though, it is a very family friendly theme. There's nothing that's true. Nothing in it that's potentially you know because there's so many other games that you play that it's like you had to kill other people and yeah. you're doing stuff and this and the next thing um but the theme's quite family friendly and i suppose if there's somebody there maybe to to lead a session yeah. you know it, it, it's quite it's quite good but yeah it's a good and i was surprised because it's not because i don't think it would but i just thought family game yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But uh, no, no, good game, good game, good, good game. game, good game. Yeah. So knew exactly where I was going with that. <laughs> what one do you want to go for now? Let's talk about the innovative, innovative award. So I'm curious as to what that actually. Entails. I think this is well. I, I think this is quite open ended okay. as to what you know how you interpret what innovative is. I mean, well, let, let's let's go through the uh, runners, runners up. up and the winner. Okay, so first runner up, Keyforge. I we've made this point before. I don't think Keyforge is innovative at all. Oh. Really, it's sorry, I, and, and I'm not saying it's a bad game. Uh, it's just it feels like Magic the Gathering or Pokemon, or like uh, so similar to other trading card games, but they've just renamed things, yeah. so it doesn't feel like you're attacking someone's health, health. but you kind of are, right? Yeah. It's just another resource yeah. management. Now the next one, Chronicles of Crime. Genuine, yeah, a, a complete opposite end yes. of the scale. So Chronicles of Crime is a game similar to um, similar to Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective, yes. where you're all working through some sort of narrative and trying yep. to solve uh, a crime. But uh, what this game does differently is that it has an app as yep. well. And the uh, the app and the game actually integrate really well. Yeah. I um, haven't had a chance to try no. it. Uh, I've heard very good things, though. We were actually going to buy it. Yeah. Um, the other week, we just, you know, we were saying we're going to just get a collection of things, but we ended up, I think, I think we just ended up getting something else. But, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely one that I do want to pick up and, and give a go. And I think this is, it definitely is deserving to be in the innovative category yeah. because this, we're kind of getting to a point now where, um, you know, you've got your traditional or tabletop games and then you've got your video games. This is kind of merging the two, right? Yeah. And that's, that's interesting in of itself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but who was the winner? The winner was once again Root. Root. I don't know if I would call this innovative. Yeah. Uh, certainly, um, like I said earlier, it's asymmetric. An asymmetric uh, to to the point that I haven't seen in any other game. Yeah. So may, uh, maybe that's what people are angling at yeah. when they were voting for this one. I think I would have given it to Chronicles of Crime. Yeah. Having, I, I don't know if I can say that given that I've never played the game, yeah. but I mean, it's pretty, pretty different. Yeah. yeah, but 
anyway, let me know. Let, let us know what you guys think. Yep. Do you think Root uh, deserves innovative award? I, 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 again, don't doubt it's a good game, but yeah. um, didn't feel like yeah. it shook things up that much. Yeah. What should we should we should we do? One more category. What about thematic game? Let's do thematic game. Yeah. Okay. 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 So the runners up, mm-hmm. Western Legends. This looks. Like a great game. Yeah. Um, have you guys had a chance to try it yet? No. no. I know Ben really wants to. Yeah. But like basically, if something involves dwarfs, pirates, or cowboys, yeah. Ben's all over it. And it was, I got it for him for Christmas right off the back of mm. him playing Red Dead Redemption. Yes. So he was, he was on a cowboy binge at that point. So we just haven't had a chance to play it. Yeah. Um, Rising, yeah, yeah, Rising Sun uh again looks phenomenal yes not one i've had a chance to play though i have um spied it over people's shoulders and in fact i believe it must have been last year at aircon i don't know mm-hmm. uh, ross more games please yes was playing it and i went over and was like oh. it looks fantastic it looks quite heavy though yeah uh, but yeah. i don't know if that's just the way it looks oh, quite often with these uh games that have like lots of miniatures it yeah. looks a lot more complicated than it actually yeah. is yeah. um but it's yeah looks fantastic and uh certainly gives off a, a strong theme yes so yeah uh so that's good and the winner root root wins again um do it, you think would you say it's a thematic game yeah i think so to be yeah. fair uh to, to to give it its due in this category it feels yeah okay I, I, the the whole setting of uh, this woodland, which has been invaded by the cats, yeah. uh, and there's this uprising of birds and all these different splinter factions within it. Uh, yeah, it feels like a very fleshed out uh, fiction yeah. around this setting as well, and an interesting one as well. It's something that we don't see very often. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of Redwall a bit. If you ever right. read those yeah. books uh, as as a kid. But um, yeah, I I don't know if I'd have given this the the winning spot, yeah. but yeah, I, yeah. again, I I, I don't uh, I don't um, I don't complain about that. But uh, best podcast, yeah. so, so so did we? How did we do? We didn't how, even, what we didn't even we didn't even make it. Oh, make it. But the runners up: mm-hmm. Blue Peg, Pink Peg, right? Heavy Cardboard, yes, yes, and Ludology. Oh, very good. Congratulations. So, congratulations to all three of you for uh, maybe next year we could maybe uh, get in there. Don't know who we need to bribe to uh, <laughs> get on out there, but who knows? Who knows? So, yeah. So that was... Uh, what do you think overall, then, of the Golden Geeks? Uh, there, there was there was a lot of There's a root. lot more. There's a lot of root, and there's also a lot of other games that we haven't, you know, categories we haven't mentioned that maybe aren't as relevant to us. Um, there's even a category for print and play itself. Mm. There's a category for solo gaming um, and war gaming and the best game app as well. So have a look yeah. at the site. Um, I I was I'll be honest, with you, I was a bit taken aback that there wasn't more variation. Yeah. I expected there to be a lot more variation because actually a lot of the games, a lot of the theme, the category, sorry, are quite different. Yeah, but and the same be... names keep coming yes. up. It wasn't just Root either. No. Like you, you get uh, the Mind, uh, Brass, Birmingham, um, uh, Keyforge. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of games that uh, appear in multiple categories. Yeah, I don't know if um, 
Yeah, I, I think there's a there was a little bit more diversity in the yeah. in in the last year. The other thing with uh, board gaming is like I haven't got a chance to play all yeah, of these games. Yeah. Well, you so, only played. Ru- I only played. Ru- Ru- yeah, exactly. So because uh, it was damn impossible to get hold of a copy. Yeah. yeah. Right. So. So yeah, I I I think the fact that it is. Um, public vote as well i think it's good that we we should have something like that Uh, we should have a category like that i do think though uh equally the um award awards where there's a panel of judges have their place as well um i think it's important to you know have the populist vote and then have have the selected yeah. ones. Well, I suppose that's why a lot of awards will do the people's choice. Yeah, game, exactly like right. Yeah, exactly. So you, can, you can do it. But yeah, so maybe maybe in the next couple of years we will find ourselves <laughs> on that. The best podcast. Best podcast. Mm. Yeah. 2054. 2054. <laughs> is, that, is, is that the target? <laughs> yeah. We might we might do it by then. then yes, we might do it by then. Anyway, folks, uh, just before we sign off, don't forget... Enter into our competition. Get yourself a free copy of Koi, yes. our game of the year. Um, let us know what you think of uh, of our choices as well. Yeah. Are we completely wrong? Are we mad? Should we uh, should we be just sacking off, recording everything, and just playing Root yes. on repeat, uh, which is what some people on Board Game Geek have evidently done. Yes. <laughs> but uh, until next time, folks, have a good one and take care. Bye. Thank you.